We'll do a review in Lukutah Sichas Chelik Yudadale, the second Sicha for Parshas Re'ei. This is a Rashi Sicha that is actually going to span uh, through the Parshas of the Parshas Re'ei, which is the Rashi that the Rebbe is basing himself on, in which uh, we find the concept of sticking to Hashem. Uh, that you should follow Hashem and you should stick to Hashem. And what exactly is the meaning of this Uboisid Bokun? And the Rebbe will show that there is the way that Rashi translated in the Parshas Re'eh. We also have the word of sticking to Hashem in the end of Parshas Ekev. And we also have it earlier in Parshas Ekev. For the sake of clarity, we'll call it the end of Parshas Ekev and Parshas Ekev. And we also have it in Parshas verse Hanon, the word Dvekim, Vatim Hadvekim Bashem Alekechem. Rashi in verse Hanon and in Parshas Ekev, Rashi doesn't uh, comment and explain exactly what the Dvekim means. What does it mean to stick? You are sticking to Hashem and in the end of Parshas Ekev, as well as the Parshas Re'ei, over here, Rashi does explain what uh, this uh, sticking, sticking, what does it mean to stick to Hashem? But the explanation is different in the Parshas Re'ei from the way Rashi explains in the end of Parshas Ekev. So the Rebbe is going to sort out all the different places and why Rashi in some places doesn't have to explain anything and why when Rashi explains, Rashi changes his explanation between the end of Parshas Ekev and the Parshas Re'ei and also how Rashi changes it from the Gemara Soita which seems to be the source of Rashi and Rashi makes different changes and the Rebbe is going to explain all these details. So let's look inside, and then there's also going to be a very interesting, beautiful Yeyna Shel at the end of the Sicha. So we'll start inside. Aleph. al Posik on the verse. The verse says, in the Achre Hashem Alekechem Tereichu. This is in Perikut Gimel, in Posik uh, Hey. So the Posik says, Achre Hashem Alekechem Tereichu. You shall follow Hashem. You should fear Hashem. And the mitzvahs you should keep. And his voice you will you should listen to. And then him you should worship. Um, and Rashi teaches all these different uh, exactly. And then the Pasik finally says. Uvoisid bokun. Voisid bokun means in him to Hashem, you should stick to Hashem. So Rashi explains, Bafarish Rashi Hatevisid Bokun. So Rashi explains these words that you should stick to Hashem. So Rashi says, and, uh, we can't how does one stick to Hashem? 
So Rashi explains that you don't stick to Hashem himself, but you stick to Hashem's ways. The ways that when you behave like Hashem behaves, that means you're sticking to the ways of Hashem. And Rashi gives the examples. He says, Gemoil chasodim. Act kindly, do kindness. Kvoir meisim, bury the dead. Bakir choilim, visit the sick. And that is kemoishos hakodesh baruchu, as hakodesh baruchu has done. And that's the drachov. So you should stick to the ways, the drachim of hakodesh baruchu. And that means uboisid bokun that you should stick to Hashem. So the Rebbe says kabanosay shel Rashi. The pastors simply, what is Rashi's intention? is to answer to settle a question, a surprise in this pasuk. Uh, the surprise would be, as Rashi quotes in an earlier Rashi, Can you stick? How do you stick to God, your God? So this is Rashi's question. And therefore Rashi explains, So Rashi explains that what is the meaning, the interpretation of the verses, that we're not talking about sticking to Hashem, but you are sticking to Hashem's ways, by by acting kindly, etc. And that is that is doing the same as HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. Through acting in the drachim of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, ato dovuk by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's the way you stick to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So now the Rebbe is going to point out that uh, the same sort of uh, question we find, the same posik we find in two places, and in the end of Parshas Ekev, Rashi gives another interpretation. And in the middle of Parshas Ekev, Rashi doesn't seem to explain what this sticking to Hashem Ludovkebe means. Aleph. So the first question is, This concept, this idea that a person needs to stick to HaKadosh Baruch This has been said earlier, before this Parshas Re'eh that we're studying right now. This is first of all said in the end of Ekev. Over there, the Pasik says, And actually, there is beforehand, there's the Pasik Uboy Sidbok. It's actually in Perichov. Earlier, it says, so also the Torah says you should stick to Hashem. And yet, while these are earlier times of mentioning of Lidovka, Rashi does not explain over there as he does by us in our Parsha. In our Parsha, Rashi explains that what it means to stick to Hashem means to stick to Hashem's ways. And the Rebbe enumerates now. That's the middle of Parshas Ekev. So over there, 
Posik Chof, over there, the Posik Pirush Rashi, Rashi explains over there, uh, this is the end of Parshat Tekev, Ludov Koboi. So over there, Rashi explains, Efshar Loi Markein, is it possible to say you can stick to Hashem? But isn't Hashem a consuming fire? Elo But rather, what it means is that you should stick and cleave to the students and the sages. And then I will consider it upon you as if you cleaved and you stuck to Hashem himself. So, basically, the way Rashi explains what means to cleave to Hashem is to cleave to the students and the Chachomim. And by doing that, Hashem considers it as if you cleave to Him, as if you stuck to Him. So, that's different than our Pasek, in which Rashi says that you should stick to Hashem's ways to become Gaimel Chasodim, etc. And on the previous, the Pasek in the middle of Parshas, Ekev, Ala Pasek, as Hashem Elekecho Tira, Oisoy Saved, Uboi Sidbak, Ubishmoi Tishoveya, that you should fear Hashem, you should worship Hashem, and you should, Tidbak, you should cleave to Hashem, you should stick to Hashem, and the Shemayit Shaveya. So then Rashi explains over there, Mefarish Rashi. As Hashem Tiro, you fear Hashem, Vetavoid Loi, and you worship Him. Rashi says it over there in the Beis Amigdosh. Vetitbag Boy, and you cleave to Him, you stick to Him. And after you have all these measures, the Posse continues. So then you will swear in his name. Rashi doesn't explain over there what is this cleaving, what is this sticking to Hashem. Rashi just repeats from the Pasik. The Pasik says, the boy sidbak. And Rashi says, the sidbak boy. Then, and you have all these milers, these measures. But there is no explanation what it means, Dabak. So, the Rebbe explains first the end of Parshas Ekev. Rashi explains they're different than by us. Over there, in the end of Parshas Ekev, Rashi explains Lidovka means to connect to Talmidei Chachomim, to Talmidim and Chachomim. By us, Rashi says that it means to connect to the ways of Hashem. So why Rashi doesn't say in the end of Parshas Ekev like by us, that it means to connect in the ways of Hashem. So that's understood, the Rebbe says now. So the Rebbe is going to explain now this one one aspect of it. This that Rashi does not explain by as he explains in our Parsha. Instead of saying over there that it means connecting to the Talmud al Rashi doesn't explain there in the end of Parshas Ekev. Like he explains in Parshas Re'ev that it means Hadbeg Bidrochov, that the cleaving should be in the ways, the conduct of Hashem, that that's what it means to stick to Hashem. So Yesh Loimar Hatam. So for that we can give the reason, Kizeh Nemar Beferush Beposuk Zeh. 
because in that posik in uh, end of the Parshas Ekev, already it says very clearly this idea that you must connect to the ways of Hashem, and that says Befedish, and Belifneu Ladovka Boy, that precedes the words when it says Ladovka Boy. Because the Pasik says over there, quoting, it says, And go in all of his ways, and then it says, So we can't say that Ladovka Boy means to go in the ways of Hashem in the end of Parshat because already it says, So what is Ladovka Boy? must mean something else. Especially Rashi actually translates what does it mean, Leches Bechol Derochov? Ubefrat Apipirush Rashi. Rashi explains in the end of Parkish's Akim when it says Leches Bechol Derochov, Uladovka Boy. What does it mean, Bechol Derochov? So Rashi explains, Hu Rachum Chulu, he is a compassionate Hashem, Hu Goymel Chasodim Hashem acts kindly, does kindness, Matogamel Chasodim, you too, Gamel Chasodim. So already. In the Pasuk, we can't say that later on after when it says it means to connect to the ways of Hashem. We already just finished saying so to go in the ways of Hashem. But, so that answers that particular Pasuk why the end of Parshas Ekev cannot be interpreted as in the Parshas Re'ei, our Parsha. But as far as the other Pasik, the Pasik in the middle of Parshas Ekev, that it says, that you should connect to Hashem, kosher. So now we have a problem. Rashi doesn't explain what this Sidbak over there, what it means. So, we know one thing that connecting to Hashem is something which is impossible, as Rashi says in the end of Parshas Ekev, and that's why Rashi needs to explain in Parshas Rei, can a person connect to Hashem when Hashem is a fire? We can't stick to Hashem. So we know that we have a problem from these two Rashis in the meaning of Dovuk. So we have to understand what is going on in the Pasuk of Vaisidbak. So, so we know that we cannot explain that you should stick to Hashem, cleave to Hashem in the literal sense. And that's why Rashi needs to explain what it means. In the end of Rashi needs to explain it. So Rashi should have explained it the first time, in the middle of Parshas Ekev, says you should cleave to Hashem. That Pasuk is said before these Pesukim. So Rashi should have said, what does it mean to connect to Hashem? What does it mean to cleave to Hashem? Uh, and then, number two, on the other hand, the Rebbe says, there's another Pasik in the besides the Boy Sidbok in the Pashas of Shanon, it also says Hadvekim. And there Rashi doesn't say anything. It almost seems like it's obvious. So why does Rashi need to explain over here? Since the fact that Rashi does not explain what means the Boy Sidbok, 
and also previously in the beforehand. The Rebbe is bringing in another pasuk. The pasuk in Shanan Shenemar. Over there also talks about sticking, cleaving to Hashem. Over there it says, "Va'atem hadveikim, ba'Hashem elakech." You are the ones you who cleave, who stick to Hashem elakechim gemer. And Rashi just ignores that. Rashi does not explain what does it mean to stick and cleave to Hashem. Mashma, it appears, that what it means is simple. To the extent so much, it's so simple, he doesn't have to tell you what it is. So now we understand on the other end. So if it is so simple, so it's difficult, so why does Rashi have to explain in the end of Parshas Ekev what it means cleaving to Hashem and also in our Parsha? If this is the same cleaving and cleaving, whatever it means to stick to Hashem, there means here that Rashi doesn't have to explain. So if it so simple. Why does Rashi have to articulate and explain it over here? Or if it's different than before, or the other question would be, if Rashi believes that it's different, how do we know this is different? Why can't we say like it's before? So we basically need to understand in two places earlier Rashi ignores it. In the end of Parshat, in the middle, in Parshat Vazchan, in the middle of Parshat Zekev, Rashi ignores it what the meaning of the Vekas is. In the end of Parshas Ekev and in Parshas Re'ei, Rashi explains it and gives different explanations. In Oiz Beis, the Rebbe is further going to analyze our Rashi specifically in the Parshas Re'ei and going to ask several different questions the way Rashi writes it out and the way uh, Rashi changes it from the Gemara and different details of this Rashi. Base. Kam Rashi We also need to understand the Rashi's commentary as it is before us. Rashi says, first Rashi, Rashi seems to say about three things. He says, Gemoyel Chasodim, what are the drachim of Hashem? You act kindly, do kindness, Kvoir Mesim, bury the dead, Bakar Choylem, and visit the sick. Those are three specific things that Rashi mentions. But the first thing of the three things is act kindness. So, what is the meaning? What are the contents? What does acting kindness mean, Khan, in this case, over here? It seems like first you act kindly, and then, specific, he talks about burying the dead and visiting the sick. So how is the acting of kindness different than Kvair Mesim, than burying the dead and visiting the sick. But and further, because if you think about it, but also the detail of burying the dead and visiting the sick, is they are also part of acting kindly, doing kindness. So, how come this is like a third detail? And the Rebbe says, actually, it's not we don't have to read it as three details, but rather the first is a generality, Gemoyel Chasadim, act kindly, and then through by burying the dead and visiting the sick. Those are details of acting kindly. Omrum Bezei Yesh 
But about this, we can say, kan, in this context, when we say act kindly, it's not a, a specific a detail. When we say act, it's called meaning chasodim. It talks about gemoil chasodim, meaning act kindly in all kinds of chasodim. This is the general con idea when we say that you should connect to Hashem by connecting in His ways. In general, it means act kindly. And then the details, Hain, the details of acting kindly are Kaver Mesim and Bakir Choylim to bury the dead and to visit the sick. So that's the way we're going to learn the Rashi. But the Rebbe says if you compare this to the Rashi in Parshas Ekev, end of Parshas Ekev that we learned before, over there you see the details in Rashi that it's different than in our Rashi. In Parshas Ekev, over there Rashi explains, over there Rashi says, what is the ways of Hashem, what is the Drachim? Just like Hashem acts kindly, does kindness, you too should be Gemayel Chasodim. But the Rashi doesn't detail, no Bakr Cholim, no Meis, no Kibir Meisim. Rashi just says, Gemayel Chasodim. Bibli Lefarit as a protein without detailing the details, the Kvuras Meisim, burying the dead, Bikr Cholim, visiting the sick. So what changed in our Parshas? How come our Parsha Rashi doesn't just say, Gemayel Chasodim, and not Detailed. And if it's necessary to specify what are the details of this acting kindness, so Rashi should have detailed it before the Parshas Ekev, and the end of Parshas Ekev, in the place with this idea of Gemilus Chasodim to follow in the ways of Hashem to be Gemilus Chasodim comes first. So over there, Rashi should have added these details. Now we have to see what are specifically, why does Rashi specifically mention only these two things? What about the regular Gemilus uh, Chasodim? which is uh, loaning a person, uh, which is a Torah commandment. So that certainly should be walking in the ways of Hashem. Base. Rashi, why does Rashi not count? When he lists the details of those acting, in acting kindness, Hanis Karlil, that we mentioned earlier, also this detail, the specific of acting kindly with your money. That means to loan money to those who need it. It seems on the contrary, that should be the first and foremost that Rashi should mention. First Rashi should have brought this category, which would be the main Act of acting kindness. Why is that the main? This is an obligation, and it's a very clear mitzvah in the Torah. That money you need to loan. 
especially the takes a you have to have to happen to have somebody die you happen to have somebody sick uh, that you can uh, um, do kind with them you can visit the sick and bury the dead you need some but to give a loan that's more common especially uh, you can do it with each one with everyone in any situation it doesn't have to be sick to act kindly with them he can be healthy and you can give him a loan it's a constant mitzvah it's much more common than burying the dead and visiting the sick so why does Rashi not at least mention it or this should be mentioned first and now the Rebbe is going to compare it to the source of Rashi, which seems to be the Gemara and Soito. So over there, the Gemara adds two more things, and Rashi omits them. The source for Rashi's interpretation, it seems like that would be the tractate Soito. But Rashi's commentary is changed, and it's lacking, missing. The Gemara, first of all, the change is, the Gemara expounds this on different words. The Gemara expounds this drosha on the beginning of our posseg. You should go. Rashi is explaining it on how you cleave. How do you connect to Hashem? How do you stick to Hashem? But in the Gemara, it's on the beginning of the posseg. The posseg says you should go. You should follow Hashem. The Gemara says that it means to go after Hashem means to go and follow Hashem's measures. Hashem's way Hashem behaves. But by us, it's brought on the end of the Pasuk. So that's a change. Now there is emissions from the Gemara. In addition to these two things of Bakr Cholim and and the Mekver Mesim, the Gemara says also Maha Kodesh Baruch Hu Mal Bisharumim, just like Hakodesh Baruch Hu dresses the naked, and also Hakodesh Baruch Hu Nicham Avelim Hashem comforts the mourners. But the Ilu Rashi Bepirushay, but Rashi in his commentary Einim Mevi Beizin Yonim Elu. Rashi doesn't bring this to matters. Further, and it's even more surprising when you say these are matters that are in the literal shot of the psukim that Hashem did, uh, that Hashem visited the sick and Hashem dressed the uh, people, the ones who were naked. Uh, each one of these two matters, Nilmat Bigamora Hanal. This is the above mentioned Gemara learned that Hakadosh Baruch Hu dresses the naked and he comforts the mourners. This is from the simple meaning of the Pesach. It says clearly, they are said before our Pasha. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Where do we know that Hashem dresses the Arumim? Is Mashikosuv is because Hashem says the Pesach. But Yas Hashem Elikim LaAdam. Hashem made for Adam and his wife uh, clothing out of uh, leather, out of skin, and he dressed them. So we see 
Hashem dressed it. They were without garments and uh, they didn't have clothing and Hashem made them clothing. So that's a clear posik. And further, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nichem Aveilim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu comforts the mourner, is again a first uh, clear posik. Mahodik Siv, there's a posik that states, that's talking about that after in Chayi Sorech of Yudalif, it says that Vahi Achari Meis Avrom, Vavorech Likim Es Yitzchak, that after Avrom passes, so Hashem blesses Yitzchak. What was the brach over there? So Vrashi, Mahodik Siv, Vahi Vavorech Likim Es Yitzchak, and over there, Rashi explains that it means that he comforted him. And Rashi Shmitom in one shot at least. And Rashi Shmitom and Rashi uh, leaves them out. Avshu ba'atzme farash laposuk. Notwithstanding, Rashi also says by varach lekim esiyitzchok. He says bless you. It says nachmetan chumar avelim. Hashem comforted him, the comfort of mourners. So Rashi already. Learns that he comforted the comfort of a mourner. So, why does Rashi miss out the two things that Hashem did? These are acts and details that the Gemara says, and these are things that the Ben Chomesh Lemikra remembers he already learned. So, why does Rashi not bring down these in addition to the other two that he brings down? The Koiver Mason, Bakr Chaylim, which the Gemara says there also, but the Gemara has two more things. Um, now, the other thing is in the Gemara, the Gemara brings proof that Hashem did all these things. But Rashi doesn't bring any proofs. So, while the Rashi uh, doesn't need a proof for Bakir Choyli, because the child already learned in Bayera that Hashem visited the sick, Ma'avram Avinu, but he didn't learn yet about Hashem buried uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, which is written later on. So how come there's no Rais? How come Rashi doesn't bring the evidence from the Psukim? Like the Gemara brings proof for all these uh, items that the Gemara mentions that Hashem does. Dalit, inside. Kemoi Kain, as a Rais Mikroi, the evidence from the Psukim, that the Gemara uses, that to bury the dead and to visit the sick. Heim, Drachov, Shalakodesh Baruchu, they are ways that Hashem does lohevim Rashi. Rashi doesn't bring down no psukim, no evidence. So, it's okay, we understand as far as visiting the sick, why Rashi doesn't bring a posik, because Rashi has already explained it, in the beginning of the section of Vayera, Shevayera Elov Hashem is coming to visit the sick. But as far as the idea of burying the dead, as the Gemara says, where do we know that the dead, Hashem buries the dead? We know it from Meshach Rabbeinu. He should have brought the evidence that Hashem buries the that's the posik which it says that he Hashem buried Moshe Bagai, which is written with regards to Moshe, and Rashi should bring this evidence because otherwise, how do we know where do we see that Hashem buries the dead? This posik is after our parsha, this is Besayv Parsha's bracha and the end of the portion of bracha. So therefore, Rashi should have said the source for Kivayr Mesim, which the Ben Chomish Lemikra hasn't yet learned. 
So why does Rashi not bring any of the evidence? The Rebbe will have a gvaldike gvaldike chiddush on this piece, different than the Gemara. The Rebbe is actually going to learn that this Kvar Mesim isn't talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, like in the Gemara, but it's talking about the burial of Aaron. But I couldn't resist, but let's wait till the Rebbe's answer inside. Hey, Mawatam, what is the reason Sharashi Nokat Rashi mentions first Kvar Mesim, bury the dead? in the details of the act of kindness, and before Lifnei, before he says, Bakir visit the sick. It seems to be out of order. You should start with visiting the sick and then burying the dead, because Hare Sidrom, their order, Hofuchhein Mitzad, they are just the opposite from both. Seder Hamurois, Elu Chayodom, the way these things happen during a person's lifetime. First, you have to visit the sick. So that takes place first. So if we should follow the order the way it happens, we should say, But also, if you follow the orders of the verses, that which we see Hashem did, first Hashem visited the sick, and then he buried the dead, which is Moshe Rabbeinu, in the end of Parshish and Rashi switches the order, and he mentions first burying the dead before uh, visiting the sick. So first in Ois Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain why the Psukim in Ve'eschanon in the middle of Parshish Ekev need no explanation because the meaning of sticking to Hashem is another words of loving Hashem. And that would be the simple interpretation. The problem we have in the Parshas Ekev that because before it says you should stick to Hashem, Ledovko, it says La'avo. So it doesn't make over there, it doesn't follow to say to love Hashem, Ledovko boy, and to love Hashem. So the Rebbe is first going to answer why these uh, two psukim don't need an explanation in Vaschanon and in the and in Ekev, and why Rashi has to explain in the and the parsha sekev. Let's look inside. Gimel the abir bekolze. The explanation of the above. The parshas va'atem advekim by the shemel lekechem chaim kulchem ayoyim. In the pasuk in in the pasuk in the pasuk of atem advekim avayel lekechem chaim kulchem ayoyim. The portion of eschanon in which the Torah talks about you shall cleave to God your God, and you're all alive today. Rashi doesn't have to explain what it means that you are cleaving, that you are sticking to Hashem. Because we already learned what is the meaning to cleave in the parshas Vayishlach, the section of Vayishlach. Over there, when Shechem, they grabbed the Dino, so it says, that his soul stuck, cleaved to Dino. And then, immediately following that, the Pesach explains it, that word is the meaning that his soul cleaved, the Pesach says he loved her. So, 
And similar, this is also understood, just like over there in the passage, but Titbak means that he loved her, is simply, it's understood with Masha Kosov, when the passage says, that you are connected, which means, Yisrael, that they are connected with their souls in God their God through the love to Hashem. And therefore, in the portion of Eschanon, Rashi doesn't need to explain this. This is that it's written in the middle, in the portion of Ekev. It says, You should follow Hashem, fear Hashem. means also, love Hashem. Gamkin yesh we can also explain it. It means to stick to Hashem in love. So why do we have two psukim? One says Atem Hadvekim, and the other one says So one is telling a fact, and the other one is talking about the future. The passing that says you shall cleave, that you are cleaving. That talks about the present. In actuality, today, that today they are all cleaving, they're all sticking, loving Hashem. And then, and the posing in the portion of Ekev, where it says, is Hizral Osin, he was warning on the future. When they go into the land of Eretz Yisrael, they should love, connect Hashem. That means you should connect, continue to love Hashem. The Rebbe Nehore brings down, the Rebbe here explains the why was it necessary to repeat. And the Oshanan is talking about the present, and the Akev is talking about the future. But the Rebbe says, which means, we can say that, but even if it means a command, it's no question we find the Pesach redundant, repeating itself in these constant many, many cases. But nevertheless, the word Dveikus, by Sidbok, Atma Dveikim, is understood as a meaning of loving Hashem. But when the Pesach should cleave to him, which is in the end of Pesach Ekev, we cannot say that this Dveikus means through love, since this comes as an independent command after already saying that you should love Hashem. In the Posit, in this same Posit, it says, to love God your God, to go in all of His ways. And the sign, the Posit continues. So, what does it mean again to cleave, to stick to Hashem? Just said laavos Hashem alekecha, but ain't loymar. We can't say shechazer akosum miyad litzavis oydapam that the pasuk repeats immediately to command once again alinyan aavav chulo on the matter of love. But korchok tzorich loymar. So what we have to say is shakavona litvekus that when we're talking about cleaving is a yoiser klolis a more general the hainu. A more general way to cleave to Hashem. After he has already loved God your God. And we also have a gamlo, 
and also going in Hashem's ways, as we say, so he's already connected in Hashem's ways as, as well. That now we can go to another, he's elevated even further, and now he reaches the level of Dovka boy, Mamish, now you're actually connecting in Hashem. So what is this connection? Mekivan Shekain, since that's the case, that we have to say now you're really connecting to Hashem, Kosher Lerashi. So Rashi has a question. Now we're not telling you just to connect, to love Hashem, we're not telling you just to follow in His ways. Somehow, you're going to connect to Hashem Himself. How could we say so? But Hashem is a consuming fire. You've already done everything that you can, and now we're still telling you you have to connect to Hashem. So what Rashi's question is, How can you stick to Hashem in such a cleaving which is even on a higher level than sticking and connecting, which is through the love of Hashem. But Hashem is a consuming fire. So we have to say that you have to stick to the students and in the sages. And then I consider it as if you connected to Hashem. You cannot connect and stick to Hashem. This is not talking about to Hashem himself. This is talking about sticking to the Chachomim. And the Talmidim. But Hashem considers it as if you connected to Hashem. In Oiz Dalet, the Rebbe is coming back to explain the Rashi in our Parsha, in the Parsha's Re'eim. Why Rashi does not explain like previously, uh, either as the Rebbe learns the Pshat in Atem Hadvekim, and in the middle of Parshas Ekev that we're talking about loving Hashem, or as Rashi explained at the end of Parshas Ekev, that it means to connect to Talmidim and Chachamim. And why Rashi has to come up with another Pirush, that what it means over here to connect to the drachim, to connect to the ways, to uh, stick to the ways of Hashem. The posik in our parsha, the parsha's day, in where it says, Follow Hashem, keep His mitzvahs, and you should connect to Hashem, to stick to Hashem. This is Nemar, this is written when we're talking about a false prophet who is trying to persuade and to push people away from Hashem, from Yiddishkeit. So in the middle of the Parsha, so the Parsha begins, if amongst you, rises up a prophet or a dreamer, etc. And he shows you a sign, a proof. And the sign and the proof materialize. And what does he say? To say, Let's go 
and follow other gods, goimer, etc. Vinna of them and let worship them. So the Pasik says, Loi Tishma El Divre Hanoviahu Goimer. Don't listen to the words of that prophet, etc. And the Pasik says, Kimenase Havaye Elikechem Eschem. For God, your God is testing you, giving him the ability, that prophet, a dreamer, to make this sign and proof you should go and worship other gods is a test by God your God. Lodas, so that he can see Hayishchem to know Hayishchem Oyavim as Hashem Alekechem. Do you really love God your God? With all your heart and with all your soul. So that is really what Hashem is giving the ability to that false prophet to bring proof and evidence and signs was because Hashem is testing you. Do you love Hashem? So, so because here we're talking about the whole idea is testing you about when you love Hashem, so the posik that you should go, you should follow Hashem, which comes immediately after the above psukim, Move on, it's understood that the contents, what is this Psukim doing, is Lishlel to reject the Lister and to contradict, to throw down as the words of this false prophet. Shahu Omar, he is the one that says, Let us go after other gods and worship them. As opposed to this, the Torah says, No. You follow Hashem, not Elikim Acherim. Serve Hashem, not Novde, not the other gods. Serve Hashem. So that's the post. But what does the Pasik end when it concludes after saying which is the opposite of Novdeim? The Pasik adds you should stick to Hashem. Ain't a move on. It's not understood. What is the idea? What is this sticking to Hashem? Because it's impossible to explain like the previous verses for the reasons mentioned below. And the Rebbe is going to first explain why we cannot say the general idea that it means loving Hashem as an Atam Hadvekim uh, because that would be one detail, the whole Parsha is talking about loving Hashem, why does he would he add the Boisit Bokun as one entity as one aspect when the whole thing is Hashem and then the Rebbe is going to explain why we can't say that over here it means to uh, connect with the Tamid HaChacham. So let's look inside. Allah. So number one. We can't say that the intention of this Pasuk when the Pasuk says when the Pasuk says we can't say that it means to uh, sticking to the soul, to Hashem with love, as in the portion of Eschanon, 
Because what is the general intent with the fact that Hashem gives dominance to the false prophet to make a sign. Why does Hashem give him that? It says clearly that is articulated clearly in the parsha. In the verse that precedes it, it's to know whether you love God, your God. That's why Hashem is giving him the ability. What it means, the love of Hashem is actually the goal and the main of the entire subject that we're dealing with over here, what we're talking about here. So how could it possibly be that the Pasuk repeats to warn and says again, there's one detail, Hashem wants you, you should love Hashem as a detail, but that's the whole idea, is testing you to see if you love Hashem. And another issue why we cannot say that this is referring to the loving of Hashem as an Atem Hadveikim in Parshish Vashanon is because in this Pasuk itself there is already a very clear warning So the Torah already says keep the mitzvahs. Part of the mitzvahs included in the in the inclusion of mitzvahs, he mitzvahs ahavas Hashem, is the mitzvah of loving Hashem. So therefore, Rashi cannot explain here, or we cannot learn that the meaning in this posse, means that you should stick to Hashem, you should love to Hashem. Why can't we learn, like in the end of the Parshas Ekev, that it means sticking to Talmidim Chachomim, Talmidim Chachomim. So the Rebbe explains in base. That the chen kosher lefarish, it's also difficult to explain. That what it means to stick, to cleave in this parsha, it means to stick to the students and the sages as as Rashi explains in the end of the portion of Ekev. The reason is, this posig is it goes ahead and counts and continues to say various matters. And it uses the order going up higher in holiness. So we're talking one elevation after the other elevation. So we, first we say and then we come and then and then you serve Hashem. So we've been talking about various different degrees of elevation the person has taken. So it's understood that the subject, that is the end, the end of all these levels, which is you should stick and cleave to Hashem. So that is the most elevated of all of the levels we just mentioned. So Hainu so that means when it says here you should stick 
to Hashem we cannot say that the intention is here to connect to Hashem through love because the Rebbe has already explained before that the whole subject matter of the Navi is testing your love so there wouldn't be a detail talking about love. As we said before. So, therefore, we're talking already about a higher level than loving Hashem. So this would be in total cleaving, a total connection with Hashem. Which is beyond, which is higher then the cleaving which is in the mitzvah, you shall love God your God, because the mitzvahs are said before. So this is something more. Which means this is a dveikis she'en l'maylo It's such a kind of a cleaving to Hashem which cannot be higher than it. So belochein, and therefore, ein lo'imar she'hakavona l'dveikis betalmidim v'chachomim. We can also not say that the intention over here is to the cleaving to connecting and sticking with the Talmidim and the sages for although through cleaving through the Talmidim you're actually also cleaving and connecting to HaKadosh Baruch for the reason of Eved Melech Melech the servant of the king is considered like the king, and the Talmidim Chachomim being an Eved of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is like you're connecting to HaKadosh Baruch but yet, the Talmid and the Chochem, they're still human beings. This cannot be like the cleaving and the connecting to Hashem, even not like we have in the level of so you're not connecting really to Hashem what does Rashi say in the parish of Ekev what happens when you cleave to the Tamid male ani I will, I consider it on you as if you were connected to Hashem. But this would not fit to be the highest mile after already discussing the Dveikis Hashem. And all the highest level, it wouldn't be fitting to go and say, oh, the higher level is you're going to Reach the level you're going to connect to human beings, to Atam and the Chochem. Yes, it's considered like cleaving to Hashem, but it doesn't fit in the order of giving you step by step higher levels. So, in that case, so what is this sticking and cleaving to Hashem? So, that's why Rashi explains. And by the way, Rashi is explaining what does it mean here. But Rashi also explains the other issue. How could you cleave to Hashem? And by the way, Rashi is also answering another question. It's explaining what is this cleaving, but there's other question. How could you connect like this? 
Rashi doesn't have to bring down this question again. It's understood because Rashi has asked the question in Parshas Ekev. But here he has to give another answer. He doesn't have to specify here again the question. He'd already asked in his commentary at the end of so Therefore, Rashi, what does Rashi explain? What is this Dvekas? Rashi says, that it means you should stick and connect to the ways of Hashem, which is act kindly, do kindness, etc. And So what does it mean? The fact that you cleave, you connect, you stick to the ways of Hashem, then you're actually connecting in action to Hashem. This is a way of connecting to Hashem. But we cannot explain this at the end of Ekev. Over there, we cannot say that it means uh to stick to Hashem, to connect in His ways. The Rebbe said earlier, because in that previous posik over there, it says already, to go in the ways of Hashem, the Rebbe said before. So in the end of Parshish Ekev, we can't explain that it means to follow the because that means that's already said in that posik. So over there, Rashi has no choice but to say that it means to follow the Tamidah Chachomim. But in our posik, we have can't explain it to say that follow the Talmidim because that would not be the greatest elevation after the previous elevation. So we're saying that by doing the mitzvahs, by following doing Gamel Chasodim, you're connecting to Hashem. So before, because we couldn't explain uh, that it means following in the ways of Hashem, we had to add, we had to push in, fit in there, an additional matter. That is the idea of But by us, we're going to say, what is the highest level of the Dovka boy of the Indian from in, over here? The Dvekis is the Indian to follow in the Drachim of Hashem. In Ois Hey, the Rebbe is going to explain what Rashi's examples of the uh, ways of Hashem, and Rashi only mentions the Kvair Mason burying of the dead and visiting the sick. He omits the uh, aspects that the Gemara mentions. Hashem dresses the arumim, the naked, Hashem comforts the mourners. And the Rebbe is going to explain very simply that the Chiddush over here is in matters which are not explicit in the Torah. Because this follows to stick to Hashem, to go in Hashem's ways, after the Pasuk already says you should keep his mitzvahs. So anything which is a mitzvah that you're supposed to do because the Torah says... That's already that's mitzvah to shmeru. Then we don't need to add the bokun that you should do the ways of Hashem. Already, we already said you need to do the ways of Hashem. Though the matters that Rashi mentions over here are cases where we find Hashem did things in a way 
which there is really no mitzvah technically, and yet that the Hashem did it. In other words, went beyond the mitzvah. And that's what we're trying to teach you. That's why Rashi omits the other things which are regular mitzvahs. The Rebbe will show now that the two mitzvahs that the Rashi does mention that Hashem did is mitzvahs in a situation which wasn't absolutely necessary, and yet Hashem did it. That is the additional to going in the mitzvahs to Boisit Bokum to do even more than the mitzvahs. And the Rebbe is going to also bring out here a Gavaldike Gavaldike Chiddush. Unlike what the Gemara, what the Gemara talks about, that Hashem buried the dead, it talks about Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the Pasuk quoted in the Gemara. Talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. The Rebbe is going to say that what Hashem did was he buried Aaron. And the Rebbe is going to prove that. That in Pshutah Mikra, uh, it was HaKadosh Baruch Hu that buried Aaron. And therefore that level of what Hashem needed did it, and although it wasn't necessary, could have been done by others, that teaches us a, a, a higher and a greater elevation of a level of a Boisit Bokun to cleave to Hashem, to do in the mitzvah, to do in the cleave to Hashem, even when there is not a clear mitzvah. Let's look inside. In Oisei, Apiza Yuvan, based on this we'll understand Masherash Kechoshuv, did that Rashi counts when he talks about connecting the ways of Hashem, Rak, only the two aspects of Kvayr Meisim, burying the dead, the Bakir Choylim, and visiting the sick. Kemoy Sha'os HaKadosh Baruch as Hashem did. So, Mekiv on, to explain, Mekiv on Sha'az Horas Uboisid Bokum. Since this warning, instruction, that you should cleave, stick to Hashem, Bo, Besoiv Kol HaTzivuyim, Hamnuyim Ba'akosuf, it comes after all the commands that the Posik precedes this before Ruboisid Bokun. Ubinehem Gamen, amongst them is also the command Ves Mitzvaisai Tishmairu, you shall guard my mitzvahs. Hare Muvon Shahatsivu Aldvekezu. So then it's understood that the instructions for this uh, cleaving, Hadig Bidrochov, to leave in the ways of Hashem, it's in a matter which its obligation is not part, it's not a mitzvah amongst other mitzvahs. Which means, it has to be a, such a kind of a mitzvah, had we not have the command, you should connect in his way, so then, then you wouldn't do it because of another commandment. And that's why this follows at Tishmeru, do those commandments. And then there's something else which you would not do just because you have to do the commandments, you have to keep the mitzvahs. And that's the idea of Hadbik Bidrachov to connect in Hashem's way. And that's why Rashi, and that's why Rashi explains. Hadbik Bidrachov means, what does it mean to stick to the ways, to cleave to the ways of Hashem? That means, Gemayel Chasodim, act kindly, do kindness, Kveir Meisim Bakir Chaylim, bury the dead, visit the sick, Meisha Osa HaKadosh Baruch like HaKadosh Baruch did. Rak Dvorim Eilu Onu Meitzim Sha'akadosh Baruch Hu Asohom. Only these items we find that Hashem did him in such a way that if we take this situation 
Similarly, if we were talking about a human being, he would not be obligated to do this kind of mitzad mitzvah because there is a mitzvah and obligation. And it's only because now we have the command that you should stick to the ways of Hashem. Now you're going to do that. These are the two examples. So let's see the example. So what is the example of Bikr Cholib? Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu had many people visiting him. He didn't need Hashem. That's an extra that's going beyond the obligation. Bikr Cholim Gam Bematzev Shakodesh Baruchu even in the situation or in the situation when Hashem came to visit Avram Rashi says to visit the Chayla so even there there is Bikr Chayla even in that case there is Hadik Bidrochov, that's special kindness even in such situation, why? Although that many of his people and his friends came to visit him, and yet Hashem went to visit. That means to visit somebody when he's not lacking visitors, and yet Hashem did it. And the same thing is, the same thing is burying the dead. And again, here the Rebbe comes up with a bombshell chidush, that who does it mean here, kver meisim, that it means burying Avram. She'ein ha'kavone lozeh, over here the intention is not she'akodesh baruch hu kovaras Moshe, that Hashem buried Moshe. The Rebbe asked before, it's impossible that we're talking about burying Moshe, she'atalmud le'lomad adayin avderech zeh, advar zeh, the student hadn't yet learned about it, ve'im lozeh miskaven, and if Rashi was intending for the burial of Moshe, so Rashi should have bring the Pasik as the Gemara did. The Rebbe asked before why Rashi doesn't bring it. Should have said, Since it's impossible that we've been talking about the burial of Moshe Rabbeinu, which the child doesn't know, we're talking about Kiim Likvuras Are. We're talking about the burial of Are. The Talmud learned about this that Are was buried. Now, where does it say? But that was Shoisal de Yakodesh Baruch. This must have been, this was done by Kodesh Baruch. And the Rebbe says the evidence that, um, that it was Hashem because there couldn't be anybody else burying him over there. And the Rebbe says like this He's uh, passing took place in the cave. What it says in the verse only, Rak Vayomos Arin Shom Shahor. Arin died on the top of the mountains. And it says, Umiyad, following that, Vayered Moshe Velozor, that Moshe Velozor descended. Veloi Niskar Shom There's nothing mentioned over there about the burial of Arin. By Miriam Shenamar, by Miriam it says in the Posse, but the cover Shom, she was buried there. But in Parshas Ekev, when the Moshe recounts it, he says, He was buried there. So who buried him? We must say that it was Hashem 
who occupied himself with his burial. And again, why is this such a special, uh, unique, uh, beyond the mitzvah to bury him? Although there were many of the Bnei Yisrael that were certainly prepared to occupy themselves with Ari's burial, and yet Hashem does it. That is the extra. That is the boy. That that is the the topic bedrachav of the Eibushter. Now this seems to be like a a big chiddush, a novelty. But the Rebbe says, so why take can't we say? It doesn't say. The Rebbe just says. It says that they send it right away. So it doesn't say burial over there. It's mashma that not. It's not Moshe and Lazar that buried Aaron, but then it says Vayikber must be that Eibushter did it. But the Rebbe gives now an explanation that it has to be done uh, according to Rashi. It was no other choice. Uh, Moshe and Elazar could not bury Aaron because of the fact that they were Kohanim Gedolim and um, they can't therefore not defile themselves. They cannot bury uh, Aaron. Not only is because we don't have, according to Rashi, we have to say that it was Hashem that occupied himself with the burial. Because all Yidin didn't know that Aaron did, that Aaron died, until he showed them lying in the bed, as Rashi explained. That they couldn't accept it that Aaron uh, died until Hashem showed them. They said, Is it possible for Aaron, who did so much for them that he's died? So he had to show them that he was lying in the bed. So they couldn't really uh, bury him, they didn't know that he died. Elozor Now Elozor, he dressed up at that point. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu dressed Elozor with the garments of Aaron during his lifetime. That made him a Kohen Gadol. All of Nemar, a Kohen Gadol, the pasuk says, You're not allowed to become Tomei to your father. And also Moshe, now, Moshe, Moshe, you'll argue, is a Levi because he's not part of Aaron. No. So he says, mm-hmm. Only his children will be called by the tribe of the Levi. As Rashi says in Shmois, quoting Rashi, Shmois, Dalad, Yudalad, and other references in the Kutai Sikhas. And he is not part of the Levi. During the day of inauguration, when they first set up the Mishkan, it was Moshe Rabbein that serves as Kohen Godl. He was teaching Aaron. He was a Kohen Godl. We don't find that they took down, took him down from this greatness, from being a Kohen Godl. So therefore, Elazar and Moshe also They were prohibited to be metamatar. Veloi. Okay, so now you're going to say, okay. So since Moshe and Aaron can't do it, so then Hashem has to do it. So that's again a mitzvah. So why is there such a extra mitzvah that Hashem is doing beyond 
which would be a requirement of the law of a mes mitzvah. So the Rebbe says, there was no idea over here of a mes mitzvah which you have to when there is a nobody to take care of the body. They could have called some of the Jewish people to occupy themselves with this. And they didn't do it. And that shows us that the idea of Kfer Mesim is even when there's other people to do it, and yet Hashem chose to do it himself. And that is the lesson that we learn of the Dadbe Bidrachov, to go in the ways of Hashem even when it's beyond the mitzvah. Based on the fact that we're only talking about extras that Hashem does, and that's what we're trying to emphasize, so we also answers the question the Rebbe asked before, why did Rashi not bring down, like the Gemara says, that you're going on chasodim, because, uh, which is a mitzvah, because we're not talking about mitzvahs over here. That's included, mitzvahs of Tishmeru. And the Rebbe also says that the fact that the Gemara brings down that Hashem dressed the Odom and, and Chava, that Hashem is Malbush Arumim, the Rebbe says in that situation it was obligatory. There was nobody else to dress him, as the Rebbe will explain. So that's again a regular mitzvah. That's not, we're trying to bring out exceptional cases. And the Rebbe says that also Rashi only talks about the burial of Arim, where they had other people, but by burial of Moshe, the fact that Hashem buried him over there, uh, that was only being able to be done by Hashem, because nobody else knew where he was buried. So who, how are we going to bury him if not Hashem? But the bottom line is, in all of these other cases, it was necessary for Hashem to do what he did. And that's not what the Pasik is talking about, the Hadbik Bidrochov, to go in ways of Hashem, which is beyond needing to do it for a mitzvah. And the examples that Rashi brings is from the burial of Aaron, where we could have called uh, other people, or visiting Avram Avinu, where there were plenty of other people. So let's look inside. Vov. Bapizem, move on. So based on this understood, Shein Masim Khan Lahovi. It's not fitting to bring here the detail of act of kindness with your money. To loaning money to a Jewish person. Why don't we talk about the act of kindness of giving, loaning somebody's money? For in addition, we don't find that Hashem did so because we're trying to find that's the Hadbik Bidrochov. But uh, this is a clear instruction, a command in the Torah, in Kesav Talva. So therefore, it's automatically included in the command that's mitzvah say tishmoyer to keep the mitzvahs. So this wouldn't be the extra. So, of course, it's a mitzvah. This is gemilos chasodim b'memaynoi, but that's the obvious. We're trying to talk about extras. Val derech zeh yesh levayer gamki lo mehishvet rashi mal b'sharumim shebeshas. Why? Similar to this, we can also explain why Rashi leaves out the dressing of the naked that the Gemara in the Shah says about Hashem. 
even though we don't find a specific uh, command to dress the Arumim, and we still find and we do find that Hashem dressed the naked that he made to Odom and his wife these uh, shirts of skin, of leather, and he dressed them. So this seems almost like a perfect, a prime example uh, to Rashi's point over here. There's no clear instruction in the Torah like by Mkesev Talva. There is also a very clear place that Hashem did it. Unlike by Gemilus Chassod, as Rebbe said, we don't find these two aspects over there. But here we have it. Why doesn't Rashi bring down this from the Gemara? But the Rebbe says, move... It's still understood. You got to do this. You have to do this even if you don't have the command that you must cleave and stick to the ways of Hashem. This is not extra. Because if a person should go and dress the people that don't have clothes on in a situation that is similar to what took place by Adam and his wife, that there was nobody else to dress them outside of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then that is a clear mitzvah, especially as it touches, as it relates to garments. We find by garments that you must see to it that the person has the garment. The Torah says, we're this is a foratory, and how much more so from the obligation that we find by a by a garment, by a day garment, which means when somebody takes a collateral which is worn during the daytime. And even it's a case you may have a shirt, but still you must give it back to him till sunset. So you see the Torah makes sure that the person has his clothing that he needs. So that we don't need an extra voice That would not fit the extra going beyond when you don't have to do it. And the Rebbe explains that that's also understood why Rashi doesn't bring the example where Hashem buries Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Pasuk. So the, the Rebbe said before, that's not what Rashi means here. Okay, we mean Aaron. But why can't Rashi bring down the case of Moshe and bring the Pasuk as proof? We also, this will sweeten us. This, that when we learn the simple level of the Pasuk, the simple meaning, Loi Pidush Rashi, Rashi does not explain, Gam Loi Kidugman Eisefes Al Kavura Sarin. Rashi doesn't even bring an additional uh, example, in addition to the burial of Arin. Kvoyr Meisin Kimeshekovar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Gam Esmeshin. Bury the dead, Rashi can say, just like we find, that Hashem buried his Meshin, Kimeshekosuk, like it says, Vayikbar Eisubagoy, he buried in the guy, and that would be Kibagamara. That would fit exactly with the Gemara. So the Rebbe says, Kinoisov, in addition to the fact, we don't have to say that Hashem buries it. Rashi has two interpretations over there. 
או כזנירה מזה שרש"י הביא שם פירש השני, רש"י brings there the second commentary שהוא קוברס עצמו, it's possible that he buried himself so there is a second interpretation so Rashi wouldn't so we can say Rashi doesn't want to bring an example which just only goes according to one interpretation but even the Rebbe says even according to the first that Hashem and His glory and His honor, He Himself buried Him. Still, Rashi doesn't want to bring that as an example over here. Since this matter needed to be in a way, that no man knows where he's buried, let it be for whatever reason. Hashem didn't want people to know Moshe Rabbeinu's burial. So there was no possibility that the Bnei Yisrael should occupy in his burial. Because nobody's supposed to know. So, since there's nobody to occupy, it leaves only Hashem. Then it's a mes mitzvah. Then since Hashem has to do it, that's a regular mitzvah. So then we don't have any longer a proof from there to the conduct of connecting in Hashem's way beyond the mitzvahs. Also, which would be also in a place that we have somebody else who is able to occupy himself with this. In Oish Zayin, the Rebbe is going to explain why uh, towards the end of Parshas Ekev over there when it says Drochov, Rashi just says Gemal Chasodim. He doesn't say the two details that specifically that he specifies over here. The Rebbe will explain that in the context over there, we're talking about all the mitzvahs, we're not talking about special mitzvahs, special gomel chasodim, such as the examples that the Rebbe brings here, which specifically talk about going beyond when there's somebody else to bury, when there's somebody else to visit. Over there it's talking about doing all the mitzvahs, which therefore, kol derochav means all the mitzvahs. But by us, boisid bokum, which we're translating to connect in the Rachim of Hashem, that comes after we already said the And that already includes Gemilas Chasodim in general. So, what is this again, the regular mitzvah, the Drachov? So, here we must be talking something else, the case of Bakir Choylim uh, and Kver Mesim, where uh, there's others to do it and still you do it. Let's look inside. Zayin. And now it will also be explained Rashi's reasoning that specifically in our portion he has to explain what are these aspects of the Gemoyel Chasodim. What is the act of kindness that you Hashem does that you should do. So by us, he says, it's visiting the sick, it's burying the dead. But over there, when over there it says to go in the ways of Hashem, over there the Pasuk says, just like Hashem is compassionate, you be compassionate. He acts kindly, he does kindness. You too do kindness. Doesn't say, doesn't say, doesn't say any detail. Over there, it doesn't explain the details of Gemayel Chasodim. So the answer is because in the context over there, in the Parshas Eikim, 
Lelechaz b'chol derochav nemar behemshach. This is a following ukepirush that articulates, that explains lascholos ha'inyan, the beginning of the subject. The pasuk says there, ki imshom oir tishmerun as kol mitzvah zois. You should guard, you shall guard all of the mitzvahs. Asher anoichi mitzave eschem la'asoyso. All the mitzvahs that I instruct you to do. And there, then, that's the opening. And then the posse goes and specifies, explains. To love Hashem, to go in His ways. So, move on. So, therefore, it's understood. When we say to go in the ways of Hashem, Hashem is, is commanding you, so you have to do whatever Hashem says in all the ways of Hashem. So, when the Torah says you should go in His ways, who He does kindness, you do kindness. What kindness? All kindness. That would include all aspects. Whether we find a very clear instruction in the Torah on them, and actually, especially on the contrary, first of all, we want to talk about mitzvahs. We're talking about. Those gemilas chasodim that are included kolam mitzvah azoyish, asher anoichim mitzav eschem that I command you. <coughs> so that gemilas chasodim goes in everything, nothing specific. Note not only to the details over here. Obein elu shein alim tzivim forish includes also that don't have a clear instruction. Shechiyuvim hu meshum. Their obligation is shuhu goimel chasodim king gamato. He does kindness, so you do. So there's no reason to specify any specific gemilus chasodim because we're talking about all the gemilus chasodim over there in the Pasik, and it's talking about the mitzvah. So certainly it would include everything. So there's no point in specifying, but it really includes every aspect of gemilus chasodim, whether we find them in the Torah specifically or it's extra that you're doing because Hashem is a gemilus chasodim, you do it. But in our parsha, this warning that the Torah tells us you should stick to Hashem, we already, this comes after the Pasik says to go in his ways. What is going in the ways as we learned? So you go in the ways, he, he does act of kindness in you, do, uh, do act of kindness. The pasuk zeh, and further another thing is, in this pasuk it's already nemar ves mitzvahs of tishmeru, says specifically already that you should do the mitzvahs, and it's veloi kehagadoma lisiu makosuv besoy boisid bokun. It's not like before we said kol hamitzvah. That's the opening, and then the uh, later on when it says shufal in the way, those are articulating, those are details. Of the kol hamitzvah, but over here these are just separate spit details. That's mitzvahs of tishmoiru and ubayisid bokun. So it's not uh, trying to give you a detail. This is 
So what is this addition? It's another detail. Keep his mitzvahs and stick to Hashem, cleave to Hashem. So because of both of these reasons, because this is a second time after we already know you go in the ways of Hashem, which means Gemil Chasodim. And after we already have in the possible failures that you have to keep the mitzvah. And we're adding you another detail. Now you have to stick to Hashem. What are we talking about? So how do we move on? She'ein ha-medubar kan b'chol inyonig milos chasodim. Now we're not talking about all kinds of acts of milos chasodim. Those were mentioned before. B'chol And now we're talking about specifically extras. That's why Rashi needs to explain them and to detail them. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe is going to explain the order, the way Rashi brings it, that uh, first he brings bury the dead and then visit the sick. That's not the way it happens by a person. And first you're sick and then you then there's the burial. And it's also not the way that we find it by the Ebrister, that first Ebrister visited the sick. Why does Rashi change the order? And the Rebbe is going to explain that Rashi goes in the order of difficult, that not only did Hashem bury the dead, which is uh, less dangerous for a person, but you should also go in a situation visiting the sick where a person might catch something. Let's see inside. That's why in that order, also the Rebbe will explain why Rashi doesn't bring down also the fact that Hashem comforted the mourners by Yitzchak. Let's look inside. Ches. Since the idea of acting, doing kindness. So what are we talking about? And this will follow. So this is all. Hagam hinom al odom. These are these mitzvahs that we're talking about here of burying the dead and we're talking about visiting the sick. These are in a situation where the person doesn't really have to do it because of a mitzvah and obligation. Only because that's the way Hashem does. And on the person is to cleave to the ways of Hashem. So, that's why Rashi mentions them specifically in this order. First saying the dead, buried dead, and then Although that way Hashem did it, and also the way the thing happened, in life, those are in the opposite order as the Rebbe mentioned earlier in his questions. So the Rebbe explains because we're trying to tell you how much one has to go beyond. So it goes from step to step. When we're talking about extra, about go ahead and bury the dead, even though when there's other people, we're talking about the trouble and effort. But there is no worry that the person may be get hurt through this. As opposed to visiting the sick, it's a little trouble, it's trouble, it's effort. But it's less than burial. 
אבל מוקם לחשש, but there is place to worry, שהמבקר יוזק ממחלוסו של חברי, that the visitor will be hurt from the sickness of his friend. ולכן מביא בסדר, that's why Rashi brings it in this order. The Kavoyer Mason, buried that. Ba'achakach ba'kerchelim, and then he says, "Visit the sick." Me'akal el akovet to go from the light to the heavy, from the easier to to the heavier. Ukenal, as we said earlier, shakosuv moyne ilu acharilu. Pasuk counts also one elevation after the elevation. When it says lachet b'chodrochov, well, the dovkaboy becomes the uh, highest level of the dvekas. And also, also we understand based on this why Rashi doesn't bring down also comfort the mourner like Hashem did. The Postic says, So we know that Hashem was Menachem Oval. That is one of the Perushim of Rashi over there. But Rashi has two Perushim. So maybe. First of all, it's not so clear. That Rashi gives a second interpretation. So from this it's evident that in the simple meaning there is a problem, there is a question. He has to bring a second interpretation that in the interpretation that he comforted him the comfort of mourning. But some problem there is. But so we understand that this is obvious from the two things that are already mentioned. We don't have to mention anything extra because this is learned out from a Kavachaymer. When we already say that you should bury the dead and the Bakr Chaylim. So the Rebbe gave the Chiddush uh, in each one essentially because burying the dead is more difficult, visiting the sick is more dangerous. All in all, Kaver Mesim comes before Bakr Chaylim. But comforting the mourners, we can learn from Akav Chaymer. Since even in the above mentioned matters which are tied to great effort, Kaver Mesim is effort. Or there's a question of danger. Uh, because you might get sick, Bakr Chaylim. A person should still cleave to the ways of Hashem Belig Melchasodim and to. Uh, act and do kindness, Eilu. So, Koshkev Vakavachaymer, how much more? And there's a forator, Beinian, the Nichem Avel, Nachem Avelim, to comfort the mourner. Sheim Bozal Darecharogil, because in the most cases, Loit Tirchet is not such trouble, Veloit Cheshash, and there's not also a worry of Hezek Loodom, of danger to the person. In Ois Tess, the Rebbe will continue to explain. That why does Rashi have to bring down at all that it is Gemel Chasodim, Gemel Chasodim? Why not just mention the two details, Kver Mesim Ubaker Chaylim, since these are the specific Gemilus Chasodim that are meant in this Pasik, in which this is beyond the regular mitzvah, which is. Uh, the situation of both when there's nobody there to, when there is others to do the Bikr Choylim and there's others to do the Kver Mesim and why leave out the Gemilus Chasodim altogether and the Rebbe explains that these are not independent special 
situations that are meant as independent, but rather they all stem from a one point from Gemilus Chasodim. The Rebbe will also bring out as in Halacha there is also a issue where the details of Gemilus Chasodim where they come from. But according to Rashi, these detailed mitzvahs of Bikr Choylim and Kavuras Mesim are all stem from the general concept of Gemilus Chasodim. Let's learn a side test. Aval al based on the fact that we are specifically talking about special situations of we need to understand on the other side Rashi in general brings in because it includes everything over here it includes only so since Rashi, to bury the dead and to visit the sick. Why does Rashi have to first introduce, give us the generality of to act kindly? I should have said, which includes. Bury the dead and visit the sick, just like Hashem did, without saying that this is Gemayel Chasodim. So the Rebbe says, be understood, a disagreement from those who count the mitzvahs. How do we get all the 630 mitzvahs? How we count the details of the acts of kindness that we're talking about before. Nechum Avelim, comforting the mourners, Kvuras Mesim, burying the, the, the dead, Bakir Choylim, visiting the sick, Valboshes Arumim, and dressing those who are naked. Shalifi Shitas Abahag, according to the view of the Bahag, was, as was understood, Lifi Peter Sharambam, the way that Rambam understood the Balhalochas Gedoilis. So he understood that the Bahag holds that Nechshovis, the Mitzvis, Meyuchodis, they are counted, they are considered to be specific individual mitzvahs, each one by themselves. So we have like four mitzvahs here. But the Shittas Rambam, the Rambam's view is that they're all included in one mitzvah of the Torah. The mitzvah is love thy fellow as thyself. And so there is no four mitzvahs, one mitzvah. And the details of the mitzvah of comforting the mourners, burying the dead, and visiting the sick. The way they are specific, individual mitzvahs, those are positive mitzvah of But with the Torah, there's only one mitzvah. So what's Rashi's view? It's the fact that Rashi introduces before mentioning these two cases. Hadik Bidroch of Rashi says first, Gemel Chasodim, and Vachach Mefaret, and then he says, Kver Mesin Bakir So Rashi brings down the generality, and then he brings the specific, bury the dead, and visit the sick. Harihum Alam Deinu Derechakav. So by the way, Rashi teaches us, Shitosu Shoyne Bi'inyanze, that his view is different in this matter. 
that Rashi's view, you learn that this is all part of the mitzvah of Gaimel Chasodim, which is learned from the Pasik over here to be Dovuk. Since where do we learn that a person needs to uh, cleave, to stick to the ways, we learn, according to Rashi, we learn it from our Pasek, which is a singular, and not like, because this same halacha is learned uh, Differently in the Gemara, not from the fact that the Pesach says, uh, it's in the Gemara. The Gemara says, This is in the Yisra Yud Cheschov. The Ebsha says that you should tell them the way they should go. So this Pesach is split up and explained. That Yelchus a bikurchaylim go, they should go to visit the sick. Boz a kvura, that refers to burial. And therefore, it turns out that kol mitzvah melimud miyochad that you have every mitzvah comes from its own uh, own limud, own word. The gam also we don't learn out loybe valachto bidrochov, also not from the pasuk valachto bidrochov, which is drochov shulosh and rabim. Which is a a, a a plural kiim me uboisid bokun only from the word boisid bokun. So Rashi learns it all from boisid bokun. Shein mudgish bazeh remes linyanim rabim. There, there is no hint for many. Just talks about cleaving to Hashem. Imkein akor chosha mitzvah nilmedes mizeh. So therefore, the mitzvah which is learned from this, which is lidovek bedrochav to connect and. Uh, Cleave to the ways, stick to the ways of Hashem. Who in Yenechot? So it's really one one aspect. It's Gemayel Chasodim. So we're talking about just to connect, to be acting kindly. Elo shekoylul mehapratim, but it includes the details, the kver mesim bakir chaylim, of burying the dead and visiting the sick. Hainu loikidasa bahag. That is not as the bahag opinion, the way the Rambam understands the bahag. She mitzvahs miyuchod minyan hamitzvahs that they're specific mitzvahs when we count the mitzvahs. The gam likidas rambam atzma and also not the rambam himself. She mitzvahs proti yeshel divreim that they're detailed mitzvahs of the rabbanon with the rice enel elo mitzvahs achas the vaftlerech kamoicha from the Torah that the mitzvah of vaftlerech kamoicha kiim she mitzvah ase achas the gemilas chasodim. This is a mitzvah one mitzvah gemilas chasodim uboisid bokun. And as the Rebbe explains the order, we're not talking about the regular chiv of Gemilas Chasodim because the whole point of the whole sicha was that the Rebbe explained that we're talking about even in the special circumstances. But it's understood once you do it in those special circumstances, those are acts of Gemilas Chasodim, and the act of Gemilas Chasodim is divided into two. Uboi Sid Bokun. Hamiz Chalekes, the Uboi Sid Bokun is divided. Lekamo Mitzvah Sesaprotim, two. Many specific mitzvahs asayik ver meisim bakir chaylim chulu, but it's really one and basis for the mitzvah. That's why Rashi starts with gemil chasodim, since this is really the key. This is not 
independent, not plural, but this is Boisid Bakun, and this is one Indian, and then it gets divided into different. Oisyud, uh, the Rebbe is going to explain now the Yenushal Torah in this Rashi that even after a person connects to the Ebishter through the mitzvahs, which seems to be the highest level, so how does one become, even on a higher level, which is higher than mitzvahs? And the Rabbi explains that there is the level in which the person is still a mitzvah, who does the mitzvah, and then there is the level in which he loses his mitzvahs, and it's mainly this is bokum, the, the the connection that is accomplished through that. Let's look inside in Oisyud. So the Torah, the wine of Torah that we find in Rashi. Since this command that a person should connect in the ways, lasis kimoi. That one should do as Hakadosh Baruch Hu did. How is this written in the pasuk? Never bakosuv beloshin. This the pasuk says ubeisid bakun. You should stick cleave to Hashem. How they move on? So then this is understood. Then shetachlis hadvekus vayichud bahakadosh Baruch Hu that the ultimate cleaving and unity to Hakadosh Baruch Hu nased davke al yidei shahodam hoylech bidrachov shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This becomes specifically through a person going in the ways of Hakadosh Baruch Hu v'goymul Chasodim, k'mesh also Hakadosh Baruch Hu and he acts, does kindness as Hakadosh Baruch Hu did. So that means gam loy al yidei ves mitzvaysetishmeru. Even not this accomplishment cannot even be done through what the pasuk says for earlier that you're keeping the mitzvahs. Hanemar bekosul lifneizah. This is said in the pasuk before it. So we need to understand but the word mitzvah means it's a connection, it's a union. So through a mitzvah the connection, the tie and the unity becomes through the mitzvah from the person with Hashem, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So how could we see, say, how could it be after we already reached the level, connecting to Hashem through the mitzvahs that we're keeping the mitzvahs, the vekas, the Torah is coming to add another cleaving, another connection. That through it you reach only through walking in the ways, doing what the Abishter did. What kind of a connection is there? What kind of a cleaving is there beyond the the connection and the union that is accomplished when we fulfill the mitzvahs of HaKadosh Baruch so, so what's the explanation? That since the mitzvahs come in a manner of a command, why does the person actually fulfill the mitzvahs? Because he has been commanded to do them. 
So that alone is evidence that that connection and the union with her, the person, he is in such a situation that it is felt the uh, entity of the one who has been commanded. He is tied to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the instructor of the mitzvah, by fulfilling the command. As opposed in the matter, when we come to that, it's the higher level, even though this is also the Torah says, you should cleave this as command. But the command is to cleave, but not to do the mitzvah. We don't tell you the Ebshu doesn't say, be Gemulchas, it says, cleave to Hashem. Elo al Hadvekus. The command is of the cleaving, on the connection. What is the essence is that the person is connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the emphasis is not on the mitzvah, which is an entity, the person who is mitzvah, is an itzvah, but the emphasis is on the dveikas. And the Rebbe gives now a different way to express this. In a different way. So even even when you start the second level, the higher level of Boisit Bokun, you start in it. You're doing it because the Ebishter told you to be Sidbokun. So we start off with Sidbokun. That's it. But Hakim Vahashlemus. But how do we fulfill and how is the wholesome from this command? Nidbak that is through the one who was commanded being connected, uh, being uh, stuck, stuck to the mitzvah, connecting yourself in a way that you stick and you are cleaving one with the mitzvah. So basically, there is a level in which you are a Metzius, yeah, well, the mitzvah comes, starts off by Davuk, uh, but the point and the goal and the accomplishment is when you become connected. And Dugma Ledovar, the Rebbe says, by example for this, we have Shemoy Esra. So you start off, So you have to prepare yourself for your God. Israel needs to prepare yourself so there is still a mitzvah. There is an entity of Yisrael. That's the way Shemayin Esra starts. But Muhusa, but what is Shemayin Esra? Is ka'imed lifnei hamelech that you are standing in front of the king. So what means that you're standing when you stand in front of the king? You are no longer an entity. You prepare yourself to stand before Hashem But then when you are in the Shemayin Esra. You are standing like for a king. You can't even point and make a circle. You can't do anything. Or like a master in the presence of, uh, like a servant in the presence of his master, 
cannot, there's no entity over there. He's really not an existence. All what there is is the existence of the master. This is why Uboisid Bokon. Uboisid Bokon is maybe a mitzvah, but it is a mitzvah in which you lose yourself and you become only the Dveikus and the existence of the Metzabah, of the king, of the Ebishter. So now, the Rebbe says, Valpiza move on Gamkein. So based on this, we also can understand Goydul Ha'ilu Yvadlein Aruch. The great advantage to the extent that this is infinitely greater, without a measure, Ein Aruch. The Gemilus Chasodim Lekayim Mitzvus Beisud Bokum. When we talk about the Gemilus Chasodim in which we're fulfilling the Beisud Bokum by going in the ways of Hashem, cleaving to Hashem, sticking to Hashem. Overall, gemilus chasodim lekai mitzvahs in case of talvo kiyotze, o kiyotze by or over, uh, just uh, to uh, fulfilling the mitzvahs in case of talvo sami, because over here you end up doing cleaving and going in the ways of Hashem, as opposed to case of talvo. That's a mitzvah. You're an entity. So this is a much greater level. The same thing we also will understand. We can also understand the question, which is which is also would work according to the simple meaning of the Posik. Um, that Kivon Shah The question would be uh, since the meaning is you should either cleave to Hashem in His ways, or the Chachomim, as Rashi says in Parshakim. So have a level of memory. Bekrom efoyrosh. The Torah should have said, "V'davak bedrachov." Okay, it's about davak b'tamid chachom b'tamid v'chachomim. Why does it say in the pasuk, the apadi, the 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 in of dveikus? And the answer is because over here is a higher level. It's a level of dveikus in which. He loses his mitzvahs. And the Rebbe brings a, uh, the story that Lahoyer Mama Super, to also make a note from what is related. this Admur Hazokin, with regards to the Alta Rebbe, Shakol Hanagoisov Hoyu Bedugma Shalmaila Mamish. All of his conduct was exactly as it takes place above. Velochein Be'erev Shabbos Kodesh Lies Erev. When it came Friday towards the evening, which above is the time of of Shina, he would snooze on his own. It just would happen. That is similar. For then is the time of sleeping above. So by the Alter Rebbe, his Dveikis came by itself. He was a lack of entity. And since he was acting by the way of Melmaila, it just happened. As opposed to Mashenkin Rebhilam Parij, as opposed to Rebhilam from Parij, Shalohi Misnamna Matzma, he would not snooze on his own. He laid this down to sleep because it's the time of Shin Lamaila, so he went to sleep. He went to go to sleep. This is the time of sleeping above. This is the difference of being Davuk that it happens by itself, or it's in a way of a mitzvah that you're taking the steps. The Alter Rebbe was in the higher level of Dveikis Ba'atzmeh.
So the Rebbe concludes that the Kamoisha Inyan who Milmatalamailo, just like this matter, the way it goes from below to above, which means what we do is uh, bring a reflection from above. Uh, the same way what happens above reflects below. So let's see. The way it takes place from the Yidin to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. About this it says, Hashem Tzilcha. Hashem is your shadow. A shadow follows the person. Hashem sort of milmailo follows the person. The Hashem explains. Just like when a shadow by the person below. All of the actions and all the movements of the person, they go back and they're also done in the person's shadow automatically. So whatever you do, your shadow does as well. So so similar, so to speak, above, in the level of Hashem Tzilcha, God is your shade. That all of the activities and all the things that the person here below does, so similar to this is accomplished and is uh, impacted above. But the same thing is on the other hand, it works from that what Hashem does, also the Bnei Yisrael does. So specifically, at this kind of a conduct. When a person, because he is cleaving and connected, and he's stuck to Hashem. So then he automatically does what the Ebishter does. Then it is apparent, it's visible and revealed, the highest level of cleaving. The Jewish souls in HaKadosh Baruch Because the soul is a portion of Hashem above actually. When a person who is cleaving to the ways of Hashem, he does below that which Hashem does above. So that brings out into revelation the level of the cleaving of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the Yidin and Torah and the Kodesh are really all one. Because the Yid is, becomes the Tzel Milamailo, he does what the Ebishter does, the Yid does, and that is, as by the Alter Rebbe before, it's even done by itself. The Inyans are Nemar Yisrael. This idea is said in the Torah, which is an instruction for each one and one of Yisrael. That also becomes the incentive, gives us the strength. To each one of us to reach this level, to cleave to him. Through the fact that you connect in the Shem's ways, you do what Hashem does, you do. To the end, you actually end up doing it automatically, as HaKadosh Baruch has done. 
This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Re'ei Tovshin Lamed Aleph.